Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Three of Seven podcast. We've got a really special episode for you today. Uh, essentially, this is for strong human beings that have went out and accomplished the mission with me and my team at Three of Seven Project on the basic course. If you haven't heard of the basic course, well, then you should probably do your homework. But anyways, yes, these are four strong humans, but they are also four of our female students. Now, the reason I'm recording this intro right now is because I want you to know that this podcast is valuable to everyone, not just females, all right? Um, we started it off uh, in, a, in a sense to highlight our female students, but it became so much more than just that. We accomplished that, but then we went on to accomplish so much more. This was such a fun conversation for me and Blake uh, to have with these basic course alumni from all different classes, all different experiences, totally different stories. I have a feeling that you guys are going to enjoy this one. So just tune in. Uh, the conversation just continuously gets better and better and better throughout this episode. I know you guys are going to love it. I loved it. Yeah. Enjoy. Welcome to the 3F7 podcast. We are pretty fired up today. Uh, this episode of the 3F7 podcast is a special episode. And really, for me, it is an opportunity to highlight some strong women. That's what this is for me. You guys I may not know this about me, but I was raised in a matriarchal family. Um, what that means basically is Blake and I were raised by our mother and our aunts uh, in a lot of ways. We, uh, they, they really poured into us and developed us as men, and I am so, str I am so thankful for the strong women in my life, not only my mother, my aunts, my wi our wives, um, I'm so thankful, but I'm also thankful for the strong and powerful women that make up the body of 3 of 7 Project. Uh, and, and that's what this is all about, is to highlight some strong women. Now, if you guys, uh, I, I know, you know, today there's a lot of there's a lot of talk back and forth about uh, gender equality and and all this stuff look I I we hold out on the basic course we hold our female students to the same exact standards as every other team member and you know why because when we started this thing, I'm trying to follow the example of Scripture here. I want to read you a, a verse right here from Scripture. And, and this is in Galatians chapter 3. The Bible says, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is no male or female, for all of you are one in Jesus Christ. And I truly believe that, right? And that's why we, me, and these strong women on the podcast today 
That's why we treat each other with mutual mutual respect and we hold each other to the exact same standard. Um, and, and I just hope some of you guys listening to this might get something out of that verse. And um, yeah, I don't know why I felt led to share that, but that's one of my favorite verses in the Bible and it always resonates with me and keeps me in check. I mean, gosh, that verse right there, if we could all adhere to the principles of that verse and the concept that we are all one in Christ, that would take care of all kinds of issues. That would that would end racism. That would end um, the 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 whole issue with uh, um, uh, you know there are no rich, there are no poor. We all treat each other equally, right? Because we're one in Christ, man. Get that through your head and treat people that way. It works. I promise you. Sorry, I'm getting freaking fired up. Let me get back on topic here. Um, all right. Sweet. Ladies, thank y'all. I'm going to get off my stump right now, introduce you guys. We've got Ashley from Team 002. What's up, Ashley? How you doing today? Hey, guys. I'm good. How are y'all? We're doing so good. It's so good to see you. Man, it's been a while, Ashley. Yeah. All right. I'm glad to be here. I know. I'm happy you're here. Uh, Ashley had quite an adventure out on the basic course with Team 002, one that I will probably never forget uh, as an instructor, and I'm sure she will never forget. I hope we get to hear some of those stories here in a little bit. We got uh, we got Kelly from Team 005. What's up, Kelly? Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Uh, you just got done with a pretty awesome adventure, didn't you? did yeah got it done i want to hear a little bit about that in a minute you guys kelly is an officially good. kelly's officially a ultra runner congratulations kelly <laughs> we've got uh <laughs> we've got Catherine. Catherine was on team zero zero six Catherine, how you doing today i'm doing well i'm so excited to be here with with everyone on this call and Excited to get to talk a little bit about the basic course. That's awesome. I am too, Catherine. Thank you for joining us. And I'm just looking back through uh, Team 006. We had a strong, strong team. Team 006 was a strong team. Not that all teams aren't strong, but by strong, I mean we didn't have any catastrophes that I can remember on Team 006. But I know there's some <laughs> cool stories from uh, – from, from your experience, Catherine, can't wait to hear him. And we got Miss Bree from the most recent basic course team, Team 008. Team 8 was a special team to me because I served my entire career at SEAL Team 8. So uh, it just really resonated with me. What's up, Bree? Hey, guys. How are you? I'm, doing I'm so good. excited. I've never been more excited to be female than I am at this very <laughs> moment. So I like I feel so amazing being in the presence of all these like badass women. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm pumped, too. And, and one of the unique things, obviously, all of these um, all of these basic course graduates, they all have, again, unique experiences. One of the one of the most unique things about Brie is, though, uh, she is the first uh, I guess female that we've ever trained at the basic on a basic course team that was the only female mm -hmm. on the team. Um, we usually try uh, about twenty percent of our applicants are are female. I wish it was higher, but that's really all it is. So we try to reflect that 
in the um, in the team. So we have try to have at least two females per team, six male, two female. Uh, there at the last minute, right before we uh, the day before yep. we were stepping off for teammates' mission, uh, our other female student dropped out, and Bree went out and did her thing, man, and freaking crushed it. I mean, crushed it. <laughs> So, very unique experience also for Bree. Um, and it's interesting because I, I'll let her tell her story later, but she said, man, I, she said, I was coming out here to hope I could find a, a good uh, female to add to my inner circle. And now look at me. I'm stuck out here with a bunch of dudes, man. What the crap? And I'm like, I gained seven brothers in that situation. So, I did not lose in that. I know that's right, man. I love it. All right, so those are our women for today's podcast. Uh, we're going to just walk them through some questions real quick, guys. Um, and again, I've given each of them, obviously, uh, freedom of movement with the way that they want to respond and the things that we that they want to talk about. Um, but I'll try to guide it as best I can. You know, it's, it's wild for me. This is awesome for me because after the basic course, we don't really – we don't do like um, – what do they call it? Like where you hand somebody like reviews, like where you hand somebody and you ask them about the how their experience was, and we we just kind of we're just kind of like, hey, it is what it is. This this is all we had to give. I hope you enjoyed it. So we don't get to hear a lot of feedback yeah. from our students uh, on the back end. So that is uh, this is a really really rewarding thing for me to get to hear from you guys, and two for us as instructors. Obviously, our perspective on every team is different. We don't have the same perspective as you guys have when you're out there on your mission working with your team. We're looking from, uh, I, I don't know, we're looking from the outside. So it's cool for us to get to hear stories from the inner workings of an actual team member. So I'm going to get a lot out of this listening to this. That's why I want you guys to have freedom of movement on what you want to share. Um we're going to start with Ashley. Ashley, I'm just, and, and each of you guys will answer this question. We'll start with Ashley, then we'll run to Kelly, Catherine, and then Bree. Uh, the first question I have is, I guess, a two part question. It's, um, uh, what does it mean to be a courageous female? And how did you have the courage to come and sign up for something as unique and challenging as the basic course? Okay, so for me, um, being a courageous female, being courageous means that you do things that other people will not do. So I have talked to tons of people about my experience at the basic course. And even before I went and I was trying to explain to people, you know, what I was planning to do and what, what was about to happen. And I got the craziest looks that I really don't think my husband would have gotten. So it was just, you know, that's a really eye-opening moment for me is that like, we are looked at in a different light based on our actions and doing those actions is what promotes us to the courageous woman status. Uh, so in short, being a courageous woman is to do things that other people will not do. Love it. Um, for this part of that question, um, when it comes to what gave me the courage to do this and what gave me the push or you know, the motivation to sign up. So um, at the time that we went on, or 
let's let's take it back to the time that I signed up. So right when I signed up, my little boy had just turned about one. I think he was right at the one year mark somewhere when I signed up. And um, I was coming out of a time of both prenatal and postpartum depression. It was not diagnosed, but it was very clear what was happening. Um, so I definitely suffered some prenatal postpartum depression. And I was kind of digging in to sort of refine myself after um, after having my little boy um, at about that one year mark for him. So with that, um, I met Chad actually on a run with Jesse Itzler. And I remember going up to him and I said, hey, I don't know you, but I feel like I should. So just wanted to come over, say hello. Um, I'm Ashley. Like that's about how it went. Um, so something just told me to go introduce myself and to um, make that connection with Chad. And then this opportunity came and remembering that connection that I had kind of out of nowhere when I met Chad the first time and then realizing where I was in my life that I was trying to rebuild and reconnect with myself. It really just timed out perfectly. It was something that I had to do to step out and show myself that you know, I still was the same person I was before I had my son and all of those things combined. So um, it kind of just was a, it was a God moment of, hey, here it is. Go do it, sister. Mm-hmm. Yep. We hear that a lot, Ashley. Um, awesome, aw- awesome testimony, by the way. And uh, you talk about that courage, man. That's some amazing courage to be in that place where you are experiencing that feeling of depression. Because when you're feeling depressed, I felt depressed plenty before. You know, regardless of what people think of me, I go through the same emotional struggles as every other human being out there. And one of the hardest things to do when you're feeling kind of down and just not yourself is to stand up and get out of your comfort zone. And, and, and just get out there back in life, man. It's hard. It's way easier said than done. That is an example of courage, man. I love it. And, um, and we hear a lot, of, a lot of students that graduate the basic course, we, they, we hear them all the time. This was like a divine that I was here on this team in this moment of my life. And I truly believe that. I truly believe that God has his hand on every single person that comes through this course. And, yeah, I mean, he's the one that sends you guys to us. And I believe that from the bottom of my heart. So, Kelly, you're up. Yeah, well said, Ashley. That was really well said. Um, I guess as far as a courageous woman, um, I'd have to take you back to kind of how I was raised. Um, I was raised with an older brother and we were treated equally and I was always trying to do everything he did. (laughs) Um, And I guess I was always instilled with the fact I can do anything the boys do. I I went mountain biking, riding on the trails with my family a whole time. Um, I used to, I played soccer. I used to play um, practices with the boys um, on co-ed teams, you know, holding my own. (laughs) Um, And even my career, Um, I'm in finance. Um, definitely holding my own and, and being a woman has never held me back from anything I've done. Um, so now looking at the basic course, um, you know, I found myself in a place where I just felt stuck, um, in, in different ways. And I'd gotten a lot of things that I'd wanted at a point in life and, um, you know, materialistic things or, or things that I thought society wanted of me. And, um, the way out of getting stuck, I think is through growth. 
And I think you can listen to it as much as you want. Um, you can read as much as you want, but ultimately doing something and pushing yourself out of that comfort zone is the really the, the key way to find growth. So um, when I heard about this opportunity, I immediately applied and I was like, I don't know if it's going to work out or not. I don't know if they're going to pick me, but um, I think <laughs> in my application, I added in, uh, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> um, and, and it ended up working out. And um, I mean, I, I have additional stories, but uh, you know, uh, the way it happened and the time to finding out that I was selected to be part of team five was um Pretty, pretty remarkable, and I feel really grateful and humbled to be a part of Team Five. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah, and you were you were a powerhouse, man. You were a powerhouse with that pack on, unstoppable, man. Unstoppable force out there. I'll never forget. Yeah, the guys had trouble keeping it felt up. Oh, natural. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, I love what you said, Kelly. Just, uh, I'm sorry, I give so many, so much commentary on you guys' input, but again, I'm really passionate about this conversation that we're having right now. And something that really stood out to me, Kelly, was you talked about. Uh, I've always been raised up that I, I, there's no, there's no limit, there's no limit, uh, there's there, there's no, uh, there's nothing that the boys can do that I can't do, man. And, and I've, I've tried to instill this in society as far as, far as my reach can go, um, that if you are a female and you're setting the bar to be equal with men, you are setting the bar too low. I'm sorry, but you just are. Uh, because I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I said this. I went out to Maine the other day and went on a podcast, a big podcast called Order of Man. And um, this is a men's podcast, all right? And I said, men, if you're not taking input from the women in your life, in your business, in your teams, I said, you are cheating yourself out of some significant growth. Because let me tell you right now, out of all the men that I've trained in my entire life, in the SEAL teams and as a civilian, about 20% of them, excuse my language, are, are wusses. About 20% of them don't cut it. They're just wusses. 100%. Of the women that I have trained, meet the mark. 100%. None of them have ever failed to rise to the occasion. And that just, hey, that's my experience. Sorry. I'm just saying. All right. I had to give my two cents. <laughs> Catherine, you are up. Absolutely. Um, first, Ashley and Kelly both made such fantastic points already. And I'll add to that uh, with the question, how did you have the courage to sign up? What Kelly said really resonated with me as well. I have to reflect back to how I was brought up, but in a little bit of a different situation than Kelly, I'm the youngest of four girls. And so if there was someone rotating tires with my dad, it was going to be a girl and it was going to be, um, you know, one of us. And in the same way that I think Kelly mentioned, I'm not sure I was really aware of the cultural or social narrative around, um, you know, gender disparity from, from a young age. I was just like, well, I'm going to be genuine. I'm going to be hardworking and I'm going to do what needs to be done, whatever that is. If there's a role that needs to be fulfilled and if I can learn the skill or have the skill to step up, that's my role. Um, 
So when the question comes up, how did I have the courage to sign up? It took some thinking about, you know, who do I want to become? That's, that's a question I ask myself a lot. And I evaluate my choices in life about what I'm doing. Is this getting me closer to the person I want to become? The opportunity to get to be outside and learn skills that I, I had never been on a multi-day hiking excursion before in my life, um, but I was really excited to get to learn those skills. Um, I, I, in my application for the basic course, um, I put, I'm not an intimidating physical presence. I'm, I'm like barely five two. That being said, when I was thinking, hmm, can I actually climb up a mountain with a backpack on? Uh, my answer to myself was, well, I'm, I'm going to learn how. Um, and I really decided that that was part of the person I wanted to become, taking um, the opportunity to apply. And as I thought about applying, I just thought it'd be a great exercise, honestly, to write the five W's when it came right down to it. I was like, no, I'm not going to be asked to go on this. Like, there's no way. But at the same point, I just wanted to think, okay, who, what, when, where, why at this snapshot of my life. And honestly, since then, I found that to be a really good self-reflection exercise. What are my five W's? Because those do and will evolve. I was, I'm so thankful to be a part of team six though. Honestly, the basic course community as a whole, three of seven community as a whole is really exciting to be a part of. Catherine, there's a, um, there's a lot of solid stuff in there. And, you know, I think this is something that we could all take on board is reflecting not only on those five W's, but that question of uh, reflecting or assessing who do you want to become? And then what are you doing in order to achieve uh, that, that person in order to reach or, or develop yourself into that person that you want to become? Because we should all want to be, or we should all strive to become something even if it's just a little bit better mm -hmm. than what we are right even if it's just a little bit better and how many times do you step back and you say well, what what is that what who who is that how can i improve in assessing what you're doing in order to reach that place in life a lot of times we miss that step right because we just get wrapped up into craziness and um solid solid wisdom Catherine. thank you so much brie send it <laughs> wow it's ladies you like crush that question i'm like all right mic drop i'll just be done now uh let's see what it means to be a courageous woman so i know i shared a little bit on the course itself um but i gotta take you back honestly to high school so i was raised i have one younger sister i don't have any brothers um so and i was a gymnast my whole entire life so i was around females all the time it was just you know so there really wasn't that organic challenge to live up to, you know, I, I wasn't challenged to be in a, in a male situation in any capacity, but I also was raised in a house where there wasn't any gender inequality, everything. I mean, yeah, Catherine, very similar to you. Like if I wanted to learn how to change oil in my car, like my dad would teach me, like I just, you know, it was just very open. Um, but so one of my favorite mantras that I live by is the underestimate me. That'll be fun because I am a challenge-driven person. Yeah, Kelly, you know. <laughs> um, there's, there's an element when 
you get challenged. And I think as females, I think there's even more of an element when someone thinks that you shouldn't be doing it because you're a female for no other reason other than you're female. And I actually had a high school counselor. It was my junior year. So I went in, you know how y'all have to go in for like the college meetings or whatever. And I mean, I had pretty good grades in high school. It wasn't anything, you know, amazing by any capacity. And uh, I told him what I wanted to do. And he looked me square in the eye and he's like, you are not going to make it in college. You should probably just get a job. Like maybe start, you know, waitressing or something. That's literally what was said to me. And I was like, I left there and I could, I had two choices when I walked out of that room. One, I could have believed him. Two, I could have done exactly what I did, which is my whole underestimate me. That'll be fun. And so I went home and I told my parents, my parents were livid. I said, don't do anything about it because in the face of adversity, like what happens to you, we can't necessarily control what happens to us all the time, but we can always control our reaction. That is what I live by. And so I did. And now like, I mean, catapult forward. And I know I talked about this experience on the basic course, like one of the big things for me with courage is always being in a position where you don't have to do something, but you get to, you know, are you putting yourself in a get to situation? Um, I don't want to be relatable. If I'm being honest, I want to be unrelatable because I want to constantly be challenging and pushing myself in spaces that nobody else will go. So I don't, I don't want to be a, a relatable female in everything I do. And I talked a little bit about that uh, when we were in one of our group sessions as well, because I work in a male dominated industry. There's that's hands down. Like we are, you know, less than 10% females in the industry I'm in. It's a very, you know, male saturated but that has never deterred me uh, from, you know, from kind of moving through that. Um, and so to put myself into a position like applying for the basic course or really anything that I've done kind of throughout life has all been to kind of wrap together the thread of my personal beliefs, you know, that I get to do this. I don't have to do this. I want to be unrelatable. I want to challenge. Um, I have, I am with a big long line tattooed on my wrist. And it's, a, it's a, a sentence that doesn't have a finish to it because every moment of every day that I live, I get to finish that sentence, mm -hmm. right? So maybe, maybe I am scared, right? So maybe I am nervous. Maybe I am a queen. Like whatever that is in that moment, um, I can constantly answer that. And so that's definitely um, a big piece of kind of like what goes into being a courageous female for me is just when you, you know, you can choose when you have adversity, I choose to wink at it. I mean, some people choose differently. I choose to wink at it. And so, um, 2020 came around. And so uh, Chad, you had asked like, how do we have the courage to sign up? I mean, everybody knows what happened in 2020. There's no secret there unless you like lived under a rock. And that was my best year, um, professionally, you know, mentally, physically, I challenged, I pushed, I did as much as I could because I was watching everything around me fall apart. I was watching, you know, mm -hmm. people that I thought I was close to kind of just crumble in the face of adversity. And that's just not, that wasn't upholding my personal value. So um, I had seen Ashley's post actually. And so I had reached out to Ashley and I didn't even, I hadn't even heard of the basic course. I didn't care. 
I saw a picture of Ashley and she looked like she had an absolute blast and it looked like a challenge. And so I reached out to her and I'm like, what is this? And she sent me a post that Chad had posted and all it did was it had the W's and Catherine, very similar to you. I'm like, if nothing else, this gives me a chance to answer these questions for myself. And so, and I did, I applied and I'm like, I, I, I was like, they'll totally pick me. They're going to pick me. Of course they are. Because I just was like, I was so like, I was like almost willing it into existence. Uh, and then, you know, I mean, honestly, like it took a long time. Like, you know, I had applied and then you guys put out some other dates. And then, you know, it was one of those things where I could feel in my body that like, they're not getting back to me. And so then it was like, no, now you really want it. Now you're hungry, right? Now going back to like, I'm not going to have someone tell me I can't be part of this. And so then, um, it was the way it happened though. Like I, once you apply and once you put yourself in that position to be in that adverse situation, I mean, there's a reason that there's not a lot of information about the basic course. That's probably one of my most favorite things about it, but it's, it couldn't have happened better for me personally to then happen in 2021, because I feel like everything that I personally went through in 2020 and a little bit before that, I mean, I had some adverse situations I had to kind of get through. Um, but 2020 was just such a great year that I could not have asked for a better positioning of when you guys had me attend because it almost gave me almost a baptism, so to speak into 2021. It was like, I can, I can be out there on, in my own head. I can like totally just do my own thing with all these people. I don't know. It's a challenge unlike any other mentally, physically, spiritually, all the things. Um, but it allowed me to start off my 2021 in that same kind of courageous fashion. I mean, I had absolutely no idea what I was signing up for and that being type A and very like OCD about what I'm doing and when I'm doing it and how long is the race and hiking. That was the best part. Even though I was nervous and I did tell Chad and Blake, I was nervous. I was like, I'm nervous about what's tomorrow. Like I had to put all that away and just, just roll with it. Mm -hmm. Like I said, adversity, just wink at it. I love that Brie. And you know, that's the embodiment of uh, the way we try the, well, I guess what we wanted to achieve with this event or with this experience from the very beginning is, um, you know, w we never want to be a, 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 a company 307 project. We never want to be a company that's paralyzed by liability, right? We want to create re a real experience. We want to be able to release it and we don't want to have to build a marketing scheme around it. We want to give everyone that comes out an opportunity to come out and participate in something that they don't know exactly what it is. I mean, you, you, you can't find that. Yeah. You, you just can't find that. And, um, you know, Bree, you talked about how it took a long time for us to get back with you, and that is <clears throat> that is also by design. We have uh, hundreds of applications of people uh, that are definitely qualified to come out, and I'll intentionally push them back, push them back in order to see how patient they are, right? So patience is one of the things that is one of the qualities that it takes to achieve the mission at the basic course. Each team, it takes patience in a, in a different sense. Each team is challenged in a different way when it comes to patience, but that patience is being tested from the get-go, yeah. literally from the minute you put in your application. So uh, I'm glad to hear that that's working, Bree, and thank you for sharing all of that with us. Solid word right there. 
Um, all right, guys, that answered pretty much my first and second question of uh, what what it means to be a courageous woman, how you had the courage to sign up, and what led you to the basic course. That covers down. And if you guys listening don't understand. I hope you can understand right now the quality of people that I get to work with and train. Uh, I think we could shut this podcast down right now, and you'd probably understand the quality of the individuals that we have on this show right now. They're second to none, and you know I'm I'm just honored. It's freaking blows my mind every time I talk to you guys. <laughs> um, all right, I want to. I really want to ask a question, but I want you to answer it quick off the top of your head. I just, I, this popped into my head. What was your number, your number one fear or challenge? Your number one fear or challenge? Just answer it off the top of your head, Ashley. Okay. I said this on the basic course and I was scared that I was going to pee on my feet. Yep. That's all that I I was like, I have never peed in the woods. I have never camped in a tent or I, I just don't want to pee on my feet and have wet feet all day. That's about it. <laughs> I love it. I asked this question because that's the answer I wanted to hear. <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm going to be honest. Okay. And then when I said it that night and I was like, I was terrified that I was going to pee on my feet. However, my boots are waterproof because I found that out when I fell in the creek. So I think that we're good to go, guys. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you for being honest with that answer, Ashley. I love it. Kelly, how about you? It, it's funny because my answer is very similar. I'll, I'll give you a real answer and I'll give a better answer. But mine was that I'd get caught with my pants down and a bear would walk up. Mm -hmm. We don't have bears in Kansas. And I think I even asked you like, what do I do if I'm bear? <laughs> um, also, I mean, on a serious note, I, in the past as someone who was a people pleaser and would try to like conform to the crowd I was in. And this was one of the first times when I went in, not knowing anyone and said, I'm going to be myself. Mm -hmm. And I was myself and I was scared if I was myself in some way, I wouldn't be enough or, um, you know, I wouldn't belong in the group. And so to have been myself and to have been welcomed in the way I was, um, wholeheartedly was very impactful for me. That's a powerful answer. Mm -hmm. I love that. Kelly, Catherine. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. What was I most afraid of? I think I probably didn't let myself think of what I'd be afraid of. I was just like, well, I'm going to have to deal with whatever happens. Like I, you know, I'm not really sure. So my main fear, I think was like, I need to get there on time. Like the number of alarms I had set for the day we were going to start was like a lot of alarms that morning to make sure I had time to get there, time to drive. And, uh, I made it. So, you know, that all worked out. Um, I'm sure if I had let myself think about every nuance as well. Not that I didn't think about it, but um, I think my approach was kind of like, okay, if I'm not sure about something, I'm going to learn as much as I can. So I would like walk around my Metro park with trekking poles, trying to figure out how to do it. You know, I'd just kind of like jump in before the trip, even though I had no idea what it was going to be. Mm -hmm. So I think my fear was missing the group start. And I was going to be there on time early as on time and on time is late. You know, it's just like, <laughs> You know, Get there. it was my goal. I love that insight, Catherine, because it's so funny to think about the um, the the contrast between that morning for all of you guys as students 
And that morning for all of us as instructors, <laughs> we drag our butts out of the house, you know, throwing gear in the trailer and we're just riding up half asleep. You know, we're talking crap to each other and we're just as chill as can be because we know what's coming. <laughs> but for you guys, it's like, oh man, I got to be here. I don't know what to expect. Like, it's just the contrast is awesome. That's the insight that I love. So thank you for that. Bree, how about you? Mine was uh, hands down the unknown like this, that for me, I struggle with, you know, when I go on a hike, I plan exactly how many miles I'm going to do, where I'm going to get my water, like all the things. And I have never in my life put myself as a mom, right? Like, I mean, I'm a mom, I have responsibilities, I have all these things. And so I'm constantly like running through the, the timelines in my uh, you know, day to day. And for me to just completely step outside of myself and sign up for this and like put myself in a position where I have absolutely no idea what's going on. I mean, you can try and research all you want on the basic course, but there's, <laughs> there's nothing out there that's going to tell you what's going to happen and how, what you're going to hike and what you're going to encounter, which you can't, right? Because you're out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, anything could happen. And that was a struggle for me until I just accepted it and just was like, I did this. I signed up for this because I want that in my life. And it's that, that was, I literally feared it. I mean, I had dreams about like standing there, like not knowing what to do. And like, I mean, everybody can fear the basic logistics, you know, like, you know, can I carry a pack? Like, am I going to be able to keep up and you know, all those things, but and until you actually put yourself in the adverse situation, you're never going to know. And so me, it was just, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how far we're hiking. I don't know. Are we hiking on ledges and cliffs? Like, am I going to be hanging on a rope and like shimmying across them? Like I had no idea. And yeah. that was driving me bananas. <laughs> that's awesome, man. And yeah, again, that's part of the process from the very beginning when you apply for this. And, and here's the thing, guys, even if we did put out information on what, uh, what you could expect, it would be false because every single <laughs> team we've brought out there has been totally different. Uh, that's the thing about doing the basic course is you get what the elements throw at you, right? So some of you guys experienced extreme heat. Some of you guys experienced extreme cold. Some of you guys took a whole nother route. I mean, it's uh, it, it, every class is different. The, the dynamics of every single team present different challenges, totally different in, in, in all different ways. So I love that, Bree. Thank you so much. Um, all right, guys, I want to dig into a, a question real quick. Uh, I just want to ask you guys, uh, what are some of, it doesn't have to be the number one, but uh, any any of the, the, I guess, the top lessons or, or, or value that you got from your team, from the experience, um, from us as instructors, whatever you want to share. What is, what is the most useful things that you got from your experience at the basic course? Um, it, it helps me as an instructor. It really does. Uh, it, to, to know what is resonating with you guys, uh, what's going on within your teams. Uh, you know, it, it helps me as an instructor to, to tailor uh, the training based off of what's most valuable to you guys. And that's why I asked this question. Um, so... If you guys don't mind sharing that with me, Ashley, you're up. 
All right. So, um, like I said before, I before the basic course, I'd never slept even in a tent. To this day, I've never slept in a tent because I slept under a tarp while we were on the basic course. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, so I was very undereducated on all things camping and outdoors. I mean, I had no more than like gone on a little nature trail walk in the outdoors before I'd never done any serious hiking, backpacking, nothing like that. So everything was totally foreign. So um, when it comes to the camp element, I learned everything from starting a fire to um, helping with tents and tarps and all of those things and splitting the load amongst, you know, ourselves with backpacking and all that kind of stuff, how to use the trekking poles and just tons and tons and tons of information on that. Um, in regards to like, you know, spiritually, mentally um, sort of lessons, I actually, I brought my notebook that I took on the basic course and I did a lot of reflection in this notebook and, you know, like really, I see all the other girls are holding theirs up. I love that. Um, You know, I really reflected and wrote a lot in this book and man, there are tons and tons and tons of lessons in here. Um, Definitely, I'm going to have to share my number one and that is having a voice, but your responsibility to use your voice when you have something that someone needs. So I, you know, coming out of where I was as far as, you know, postpartum depression, things like that, kind of coming out of that, I was starting to get my voice back. I've always had one. (laughs) Um, Everybody that knows me listening to this is like, yup. So anyways, I was starting to kind of like get that back and starting to speak a little bit more about my experiences and things going on. But this gave me permission um, to speak up and to speak life into others. Um, And that that's definitely that was my number one lesson that stuck and has still stayed to this day and forevermore. Yeah, and in a real way, too, and could you just uh, tell us your recollection of uh, when you actually applied that on the trail, Ashley, in a real sense? You don't have to use team members' names, but I'll never forget the moment that that happened, and I just want to hear how you remember it. Yeah, so um, it was on day two. So um, day two was our most strenuous day. It was the longest hike, um, and so the day two was kind of coming to an, an end or where we were getting to the end. And we had a team member that um, was really struggling. And at the, at the time I was in the front of the pack, um, but this team, team member that was struggling, we decided to bring him up to the front um, in order to kind of pace our team and to give him some encouragement and some push to get up the mountain pretty much. Um So he started off with his swim buddy right behind him. He was giving him great encouragement. And this, his partner, I mean, he was like killing it. He was like encouraging him. He was doing a great job. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sounds so great. He's giving him everything he needs. Go. And all of a sudden Chad comes up and he's like, okay, Ashley, I would like for you to get behind our friend that is struggling. He needs a new voice and I need you to speak some life into him. And I was like, (laughs) me, like, are, are you sure? Like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what he needs. I don't know what to give to him. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, very calmly, I'm like, okay, you know, smile and nod, smile and nod. Get up there, sister. So I did. Kind of took me a minute to get my bearings straight. We're going. I'm, you know, saying little things like, 
you know, our strength comes from the Lord, our help comes from the Lord, like, you're going to make it up this mountain, buddy, like, we're about there, all these sort of things. Well, all of a sudden, our friend decides that he wants to take a rest. And this was not a normal rest, like, let me lean on a tree and catch my breath. He laid flat on his back in the middle of our little footpath that wasn't big as, I mean, it wasn't even a foot wide. He laid flat on his back and closed his eyes like he was going to take a nap. And I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. And all of a sudden I said, okay, I'm going to say a prayer. And when I say, amen, you're going to get up and you're going to go and we're going to do this thing. All right. So he <sighs> took a breath. I said a prayer. I said it real slow to give him a minute. I said, amen. He said, amen. And he got up and he went. Um, and I really don't know where that came from. Uh, besides the Holy Spirit, obviously. Um, so prayer is not something that I've ever, you know, really been very vocal about to others. It's just, you know, kind of prayers between me and God in my head. And so for that to spill out of my mouth um, in the middle of that was a really profound moment um, that really gave me permission to continue to speak that type of life into others. And um, it, it just reminded me that I do have the authority to speak um, because I am, I am the daughter of the King. And with that crown, I have the authority to speak life into others. Um, and it was definitely shown there on the course. Yeah. Uh, just to let you know, I know you, <clears throat> you don't know, Ashley, but we know we still tell <clears throat> stories amongst ourselves as instructors <clears throat> about that very moment. And, uh, when I saw you, become empowered, not as a woman, but as a human being. When I saw you become empowered in that way, it lifted me up. It lifted me up. It built me up as an instructor. It, it, um, it, has, it has been a beacon that has kept me driving forward uh, that moment when I saw you do that. And just, just to let you know, that was a life-changing opportunity for me to see you go through that process uh, and, and really feel that sense of empowerment, step up, roger up, take the reins, and just just continue mission. I mean, for me, it was a life-changing moment. And, and, you know, for me, one of the, one of the hardest things as an instructor, I'll just give you guys a little instructor side of the, the table here, is uh, one of the hardest things for me is when you, when you have students and you take them out, and believe it or not, there are some, and you're assessing them as an instructor and you take them on the whole mission. You pour yourself into them. Literally, when I leave the basic course, I have to recover for a week because I, I pour myself out that much. And to have a student that just doesn't get it, they just can't, it never clicks, man. They just can't grasp it. And it's no hit on them. They're just not ready for it, right? They're, they're just not at a place in their life where they're ready to truly get it, right? And whether that revolves around teamwork, empowerment, uh, leadership, whatever aspect, that is, uh, that's hard. That, that's hard for me as an instructor because I take you guys and your experience and, and your training so freaking seriously. Um, but whenever that does happen, I think back to that moment that you just described to us, Ashley, and it literally lifts me back up. So there's ongoing effects in my life because of your courage. So thank you for that. Thank you for that gift. Um, yeah, thank you. 
Kelly, you are up. That's beautiful. Um, when prepping my top things, I ended up writing like a list. So <laughs> um, I'll try to keep this short here. Um, but, you know, for me, being present um, in a world where I'm constantly looking at the next meeting or constantly looking at the next um, place to be or the next call to get on, um, losing that sense of time and having everything being 10 minutes away. <laughs> um, that, that was a really great release for me. Um, I guess taking that a step further, a <laughs> wilderness is big for me. That, that word entails a lot for me and getting back to that um, was something I really didn't plan on um, connecting with or um, feeling in the way that I did. I, I needed that in my life in that moment. And I didn't really know that's what I needed. So I'm really thankful for you guys for teaching me that. Um, I came into the basic course prepared for team dynamics and I definitely wasn't disappointed. I don't know about the other teams, but team five, <laughs> team five was the best team. And I feel very privileged to be a part of it, of that team. Um, you know, different points on the trail, I was the leader and I failed in some regard and taking ownership of that and adapting and being agile and, and how we got up a mountain as a team um, was very impactful for me and lessons I'm learning and applying in my life, um, even in my work and personal life. So that was important. Um, technically I learned skills that I genuinely you know, use the rest of my life. Um, I, I have backpacking trips here in my near future and uh it's only because of, of all of the supplies i gathered for the basic course but more importantly all of the lessons quotes um i mean skills that you guys poured into us so um that's that's a big takeaway and i guess lastly um i don't know what happened on the mountain um <laughs> but uh i walked away with a strength that I can't fully comprehend and, um, you know, a strength, you say mind, body, spirit. I, I felt that. And, uh, I want to thank you guys for that. Um, that strength and confidence was something, again, I think I had lost, I had lost that spark and I walked away feeling alive after leaving a basic course. So thank you. <laughs> Shoot, we're honored Kelly. And, mm -hmm. You know, I look back on your team. That's what I was doing. I was just checking. I keep a note on my phone of all the team members from each team, and so I can reflect back on you guys and recall the memories and the challenges that we faced. Um, and your your team, uh, Team 5, Kelly, we actually uh, – you guys, we lost a team member uh, from Team 5, so you guys were a seven – member team that nobody died out there yeah. for you guys listening to this. We didn't lose a team yeah. We had to extract one. And uh yeah, it was a that was a unique experience. Um <laughs> that that situation uh forced us to flex as an instructor cadre. It forced us to grow um, between me, Blake, and Nathan to, to switch the roles up and uh you know roles and responsibilities and it really helped us grow uh, but you know, that was, that was a strong team. And you talk about that aspect of being present. Um, it, you know, there's, for me, man, there's no better way to, uh, to come back to the present than getting out in that environment. And every basic course that we go on, of course, we get to do this once a month, as long as God keeps sending us the people 
and, and every time it resets that ability to stay present in the moment for me, it's just such a blessing uh, to hear that it does the same thing for you guys. So thanks for sharing that with us. All right, we got Miss Catherine coming up next. Absolutely. It's honestly, it's really tough to narrow down uh, top things that I that I feel I gained f- from the experience at the basic course. Um, to say that I came away with a lot would be an understatement. Uh, I, I some people were referencing like we we take a notebook on on the basic course, but I continued to just for. Literally up to a week after the basic course, I filled the whole notebook just because I didn't want to lose these, these, I'd call them like nuggets of wisdom, but they're more like seeds of wisdom because my goal was to not be like, well, that was a great weekend. That was, you know, so, so unique. That was the one time that's going to happen, but to become that person and let that be the springboard, another starting point, another another seed of what can become in my life. And that's what I hope it was. So narrowing it down was tough because even now today, um, people closest to me, I'll be like, well, on the basic course, this reminds, like it reminds me of something or, you know, whatever the case may be there. Um, But I will narrow it down to a few. First, what I need to uh, recognize is the people, um, Team Kelly, I'm sure team five was great too, but team six was like powerhouse individuals. Like I can't, each person brought so much and, and I have personally grown through knowing those people, instructors, uh, participants. It was just, I felt so honored to be in the presence of people who won respected me in a way that I felt that me, who I am was respected, not what I could, could do for them, not what I could, you know, it, I felt accepted on the team. And not only that, getting to meet these people who had just such amazing experiences and we were working together. Um, I, I left that weekend. I was like, now I know what teamwork is that's a team (laughs) like that is that is something beyond what I had really experienced in in most situations in my life so the people is the first thing um that was just next level I I I truly feel so so grateful for that experience um I need to mention the technical skill I now carry a ferro rod on my keys because I love that I can start a fire if I needed to somewhere and I'd never done that before that weekend. Um, that's just one example, but I, I think there were so many technical skills that I was just like, cool. Like, I want to learn how to do that. I really want to learn how to use a compass. I want to learn how to, you know, whatever the skill was. Um, I feel more equipped now, but I also see that it's, it's also a doorway. Now I see what I want to learn. I'm like, okay, so now I kind of maybe have some, you know, starting points and I'm so excited to kind of keep learning. So technical skill was something that was, um, very important. Um, the basic course really does address body, soul, spirit. Um, I forget where I heard, but like a tripod doesn't wobble, you know, like if you take any one of those out, that whole thing can kind of wobble, but with three, it will never kind of, it will never shake. You can never truly Mm -hmm. rock that tripod. 
And that was the weekend. So each part of that was nourished and fed. Um, one mindset thing I want to mention that, uh, you know, knowing myself, I can become metric obsessed and focused, so goal-driven. And I mean, I think a lot of people note they have perfectionist tendencies, but always driving to the principle and being mission-focused, not outcome-based, was so valuable to me. And the people made that possible and the technical skills made that possible. They all fed into each other in a way that I couldn't have imagined, but I'm so thankful for. But principle, not outcome- I'll mention one more thing and I know I've been going on, but it was really hard to boil this down to, to even just a few things. Um, there was a point where, you know, I think it, it's, it's a lot to climb a mountain. And at one point, I think it was Nathan who said, sometimes you need to ask someone directly, what do you need right now? And he said, we can ask that of ourselves too. And I think I get into, like I said, I can be metric focused. I can really be like, well, it doesn't matter what I need. I need to get to, point X, Y, or Z. And while on day two of the hike, I wasn't going to stop, but looking at what my mindset was, I had to ask myself, okay, what do I need? Or, you know, what does this other person need? And that was a really interesting perspective that I hadn't totally digested before that weekend. Um, I could really go on for a long time about this, but the weekend, it just keeps giving, like, you know, reflecting on it, growing on it. It's just, um, I'm so thankful to have been a part of the experience. I love that, Catherine. And I could listen to you all day, by the way. I mean, I'm taking notes right here uh, based off of what you just talked about. You talk about becoming that person, and that is the ultimate objective when we finish our mission. By the way, it drives me crazy when y'all call it a hike. It's a mission. <laughs> when we finish our, Sorry. When, no, you're good. I'm just messing with y'all. Um, when when we finish our mission as a team, the ultimate objective is to then uh, for you guys to go out into the world and obviously become the teachers of this stuff and become the masters of of this stuff. All things, body, soul, spirit, and technical skill. And for us, again, we're modeling uh, that that's what Jesus did, right? He poured into his disciples and then he sends them out, right? And um, that is, for me, in my mind, that's why we don't have to advertise, man, because we've got what now, 50-something, almost 60-something people out in the world all over the country that have what I have, that have what Blake has, that has that has everything that Nathan has, and you guys now are making a tremendous impact anywhere you go if you do what Catherine said and become that person and not just make it something that you did, something cool, mm -hmm. a cool weekend, right? That's the difference in the basic course and some other events is we want to reach that objective. Technical skills, objective shift. Man, Bree, we had a serious objective shift in, in our mission on Team 8 when we got up to this 5,000-foot ridge, and our objective was taken, and we had to add – uh, quite a bit of distance onto our route and you know there we go we fall back on our principles right mm -hmm. we fall back on the things that we had learned and even though the the objective or the goal was not attainable we fall back on our principles we continue mission until we reach a place that we can bed down for the night that's the beautiful thing about the wilderness is in the wilderness objectives do shift it's a moving target out there all the time. You don't know what you're going to run into. It's not canned, right? 
and then Catherine, last thing I took so many, so many notes from what you said is you talked about asking yourself what you need. And that's that function check. That's that function check. And I think that, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. We don't do enough function checks on ourselves uh, in day-to-day life. It's a very important thing to do. So thank you for hitting all those points. I love it. Bree, send it. I got to tell you, I did write down my key takeaways to tell everyone that this was a really fun hike from now on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> no, tell them it's a hike. Um, <laughs> It's, you know, minor day hike. No, um, but also, Chad, to add to what you said, not to get off topic, I will get to what I learned. Um, By the way, you ladies are amazing. I I love what you took away because I took away different things as well. So I love hearing everything because it reminds me, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. So I'm like taking notes like I'm in class. Um, We had to change the objective before we even stepped off the mission. Because remember, we had that one road was closed. And so we should have known from the get-go that things were going to be, and then that, and then the river was up. So there were like lots of pivots that we had to make the whole entire time. But yeah, that was, I can talk about that in a little bit, but yeah, that was, that was definitely, that was a team moment mm-hmm. uh, when that, when we got to the top there. But um, so gosh, top two or three, I'm like Catherine, I could literally, I mean, we could just sit here for the next 365 days and talk about this, but um so there's a couple things that I made. So the very first one I want to talk about, actually, Kelly touched on it briefly, is that word wilderness. Up until this weekend, I'm a hiker. I live in the Pacific Northwest. And so I have mountains and hiking and I have all sorts of things all over the place. And I'm constantly out there. I never, every time, no matter what it is before I go out and to be on, I go out on a hike, right? The basic course is nowhere near a hike. It's completely different. But when I go hiking, it is... I fear things. I fear, you know, I, I joked with Nathan. I was like, when I go hiking, I literally pack, I mean, I pack two Nalgene bottles and I have a bladder that I fill with 64 liters of water. And it can be just for like a 10 or 50 mile hike because I fear running out of water or like in our parts, you can very easily get turned around. I don't know how to read a map all that well. I, that's why I said I'm a very planned hiker. I know where I'm going. I, I always, you know, make sure I at least have some kind of cell service, like all the things so I can plan for all risk variables. And I think that's really, that was, you know, obviously, you know, back to my, you know, kind of why did I sign up courage piece is I knew all of that was going to be stripped from me that I wouldn't have those day-to-day, you know, I'd say necessities. We all think they're necessities, but honestly, literally after the basic course, none of that is a necessity. Like it's the phones, the GPS, like all of that. You don't need it. If you like have the tactical skills that we learned. Um, and so that I needed to replace the word fear with faith. I needed to replace the word fear with growth and confidence and all those things. And so That was one of, if I had to like give a holistic umbrella, as far as the things I learned, I was able to remove that fear component about being in the woods and like knowing some of the intricacies. So that was kind of like, like the basic overall lesson. Um, I really wanted to learn how to be self-reliant. I didn't want to have to rely on like my husband or I didn't want to have to have like a really like superstar backpacking friend who could just teach me how to do it. Like I want to be that backpacking friend that someone else wants. Like, yeah, see Kelly. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really important for me. Um, 
Chad, you know, Blake, Nathan, all three of you guys, I have to give you the absolute highest praise on the lessons with the basic course. Like we have to do the work for the mission. I get that. Like we have to put one foot in front of the other relentlessly, not having a clue where we're going or what we're heading into. We have to do it out of the fact that we want it. Um, but you guys, the, the way you thread the tactical lessons through, and I'll give you an example, our particular, uh, we had nav- you know, navigation, obviously you have two navigators on the team. So you always pick, you know, t- I don't know if it's always, but on our team, we had two people that were responsible for navigating the topo map and the trail map. And we're going along on, um, Saturday and we're just kind of going along and the instructors are kind of coming behind us and they thankfully let us get off track. Like let us get not lost. I don't want to use that word to scare anybody, but they let us get off the path that we were supposed to be on. And all of a sudden we stop. And I remember I was talking with one of my teammates and we're turning around and we're trying to like, look at like the topography around us and like relate it to the map the whole time we are under the assumption that the map is an exact replica of what's around us, right? So we're looking at these like creek beds and this and that. It didn't, like, so, okay. So then Chad all of a sudden is like, everybody stop. We're having a navigation course. And we just all plop down in the middle of the field and Chad rolls out the maps and a compass. And all of a sudden you're having a navigation course because why? Because that's what we needed at that moment. That was a survival skill that we needed to get ourselves realigned with where we were. And I feel like if you would have like, like when we started on Friday, if we would have sat at, you know, where we were and like had a navigation course, we all would have been like, great. Yeah. Like, okay, we'll be fine. Like, but at that moment, we didn't have a clue where we were. And it was through that course that we realized that we had actually crossed over the creek that we thought we were south of. We were actually north of. And it wasn't until Chad showed us how to like look at a map and, you know, look at a compass and all of that. Number one, for me, I realized I, yes, I can see things during the day, but what happens if I get lost at night? Um, And number two, I realized that a compass is not the seventh grade compass you get where they give it to you and the ball just spins around. I'm like, I like, I now own, you'll be happy, Chad. I own a global compass now. Nice. I love it. <laughs> and I am like, yes. And I, I find I'm, I'm learning and finding things on YouTube as far as navigation and stuff, because I realize that we can not no, I will not go as far as I want to go personally, if I don't know how to get myself there and get myself out of it. Right. So it's learning like the map reading skills and all of that was hands down, like, amazing, but there's other, there's other threads, right? Like, you know, the first aid component, you know, that we learned, it was, I mean, we, you know, everybody was running out of water. So what better time to like go find a, you know, a raging river and then learn about how to look for where you can find water if you need it, if you're out and things like that. So when you have to have real life application into what, into your survival, you learn it, it, it becomes branded inside your brain. And that, that is absolutely the best hands-on versus someone just handing you a book or saying, here's what we're going to do kind of thing. So that was absolute for me. And then I think um, the biggest one is just, Catherine, I 100%, I am the same way as you are. Like, so I'm not going to lie. I got a little bit depressed the week after the basic course. Like I felt like a part of me was missing. Like 
and, and you know, my, I'm, I'm the little sis in the seven brother pack that I have. And we all have a text thread going and we talk every day and we're, you know, we share funky stories and we're, you know, helping out. And I'll never forget. I was walking out of the grocery store and I turned to my daughter and I was like, you know what I just realized is one of my biggest takeaways from this weekend was the fact that number one, not everybody will, will do this. Right. So we are a small number. And Chad, you brought up numbers earlier. Like you guys only take eight people per mission. And there's only so many missions in a year. And so it's like, we're like this group of people now that like did this really hard thing. And it's not, and not everybody's going to get it, you know, going to do it because they're not going to want to sign up for it. But then I turned to my daughter and I was like, I feel like any of my team members, if I needed somebody, uh, they could be that brief moment of inner circle for me. And that is huge for me. Excuse me. There's, there's nothing that is, that is an unmatched takeaway for me from that weekend, because I know that there are seven guys out there that if I need to bounce something off of one of them, or if I need something, I can, they're a text away, even though they all live, you know, elsewhere, they're there. And so it's, it's the bonds and the camaraderie and all of those kinds of takeaways. But I can tell you with, out it out, I am a thousand percent a completely different human than I was the Friday that I stepped off on that mission. And I don't know that I want to go back to her. I, I think I like where I'm at right now. And there's a lot of things that I already have coming up. Um, there's things I've purposely put on the calendar because of the residual from the basic course. Um, and I've met people like, you know, Kelly and I connected on Instagram and, you know, I watched her just through her ultra stuff this last weekend, Ashley and I were able to connect. So it's, you guys have given me a completely different subset of people of, you know, like a tribe. And so I think there's the technical aspect and yes, you know, the spiritual aspect is definitely big, but it, it just, it gave me a real good understanding that if I am, if I do need to pivot in any capacity, I actually will do it. I agree. I absolutely love that. And what a perfect description of what what I try to uh, explain when I try to explain the body of three of seven project, the body of the the basic course graduates, right? This was a a beautiful accurate description of what I mean when I say that. So, Bree, you know you can reach out to anyone else that you see has graduated the basic course and you have a basic understanding of at least the skills that they have and you can be fairly confident that they're a, a, a pretty good human being or they would not have been selected to come out on that mission so um yeah that's awesome you talked about uh, how we teach the skills and then force you guys to immediately apply those skills and again i think that is what is so powerful about <clears throat> the time that we spend together is the first day not to give too much away about what happens out there but the first day is heavy instruction but then you immediately are forced to to apply those things and that just sets them in concrete and uh thank god that that's the way those missions work out it's so much different than a um than a conference in a hotel lobby thing man i mean <laughs> it's like if i you know it's so hard to get corporate teams to come out here and do this stuff because i can't get everybody on board and i don't even know if we would like doing it that way but um but you know they want to stay in their hotel lobbies 
and have their little speaking things and talk this and that, but then they, they're not immediately applying the lessons, and by the time they're leaving there, uh, they've all kind of just freaking went over the top of their head, and they get back in the groove they were in right before they came. So I'm thankful to hear that that is working. And um, you talked about the level of instruction and how we weave the lessons into the mission. Um, does that time that I yelled at you guys on the top of the mountain apply to that? Oh, my gosh, you guys, we got in trouble. <laughs> Can I tell that story? Yeah, you can, can I tell talk it. about I, it. I want to hear it real oh quick. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You're going to hear it from my, we got in so much trouble. So we, first of all, that was at the end of our very, like our Saturday. And of course, like, I mean, we thought we were crushing it. Like we were like, I mean, we had, we did have an amazing team. I think, you know, two, five, six, every, I think every team has its own subset of just absolute amazingness for people that bring it. And we did, we had, we had two people that like Chet that had to come last minute. So they had like less than 12 hours to put this together. Um, and they did. So we kind of had like the, the mosh pit, but so anyway, so Saturday we're going and we get up to the top and yep, we had an adverse situation happen. Um, not with our team, but just with our external environment. And then we ended up where we had to kind of make that team decision and we had to go. And now mind you, it's, we, we've had a nice warm day. However, that sun is going down and we are on a, oh my God, it was so cold. And it's, you know, where everyone's layering up. So, and just before we took off, because we kind of made a vote to, we had to vote whether or not we were going to like, just share this ridgeline space. Um, or go about another, it was like, I don't know, mile and a half up the ridge line, which would have put us at a higher elevation. And it was super windy and super cold. But I do want to shout out to teammate for that because we chose, th- we chose that the windier, the longer we chose that because all we wanted in that night is to be together. We just wanted to be, we didn't want anyone else in our circle. We wanted to be together. So wherever we were going to find privacy is what we were going to do, um, which speaks to the integrity of all of these teams that you bring out on these missions. But so we get up there and while we're walking, uh, we had our kind of our point person and we start delegating while we're walking because we're losing daylight and we've got, we've got to do the whole camp setup when we get there, plus all the personal stuff and this and that. And so we think we are being like smarter than the seal at this point. We're like, we got this. So we start charging along and we're like, okay, you're going to, you know, um, our leader that his name is Noah. And he's like, okay, we're going to get wood done. You guys do water. We do that. Cause everybody has chores. Then we take it one step further, which is where we thought we were smarter than the seal. We go, let's delegate within the delegation. So then we're like, okay, Everybody, one person from the team, go get stuff. Everybody else start setting up tents and this and that and the next thing. And we start, and all of a sudden it's like mass chaos because the structure of like what we were supposed to be doing on the mission, we decided to deviate from that. And we thought we were like covering more ground doing it that way. No, we didn't. And so all of a sudden I like, I hear Chad's voice and he's like, everybody bring it in. And it wasn't in like, okay, guys, like everybody bring it in. It was like, everybody bring it in. (laughs) It was like, oh my God, if I don't get there in 30 seconds, I'm going to get thrown off this (laughs) ridgeline. So then we all stand there and mind you, we are exhausted. We are freezing. Nobody, we have no fire going. We have no food going. It's like, I don't know, eight o'clock at night. 
And we're all just standing there. Like some people are just half dressed in warm clothes, half not. Like it was just so funny. And then Chad just like, he let us know that we broke, we broke like the mission strength. You go, Catherine, back to the tripod. We kind of like bent one of the tripod legs almost for a second. And then it started to wobble. And so, oh my God, there was, it was craziness. It was absolute craziness. So then Chad, like very, very like, poignantly tells us that we're doing this all wrong gets us realigned and I kid you not you guys like it's as if he was born to be a teacher because all of a sudden everything just clicked and everything just smoothed out and all of a sudden we had warm food we were sitting by a fire so it was it was that like moment where it it was a function check right it was a team function check where we kind of got off the rails a little bit and it was that we needed that function check. We needed Chad to, to put us in our place and tell us to get, you know, our act together. And this is what needed to happen. And because then it didn't come about no sun being cold late at night, this night it came about like, okay, team, like these are the things we have to get done. And then it did, it all got done. And we had a great night. And it was funny because we're sitting around the fire and Chad out of nowhere. He's like, you know, I yelled at you guys out of love, right? <laughs> We're all like, uh-huh. <laughs> hey, just to let you guys know, uh, a couple things on that. That was a that was a really cool moment that we had up there because you guys took yeah. that on board. Um, and for you guys that don't know, anytime you get upset with the way your team's functioning, if you preface it with "I'm not trying to be a dick," you can say anything you want to say after that. You can yell at them as hard as you want to yell at them. So I, I prefaced it with that, and then I went went into the lesson. And um, the you know in that situation, I'm not actually angry. I just know that I need to get you guys' attention, and I know that there's an important lesson to be taken from there. In that specific lesson that we learned on that ridge was a lesson, literally that I a, a situation I should say that I have seen unfold time after time after time in the SEAL teams, right? Returning from a mission when you do reach that objective. And that that situation that we faced on the mountain literally was like a flashback to us coming in to uh, reaching our objective or reaching the end of our mission as a young SEAL platoon, right? A team that had not really been forged over time, right? Um, and, and it just, it those moments bring me back. That's how it's amazing to me how relatable the things that we learned in the SEAL teams and real-world missions and, and training, high-stress training environments apply so directly to the mission. That's why I call what we do, that's why I call it a mission. Um, you guys don't obviously don't understand it the way I understand it, don't see it through the same lens that I see it through, but it is the same principles that we utilize in the SEAL teams that get us through our mission together out in the wilderness safely, effectively, and efficiently. So I love it. And we hold, again, we hold you guys to a high standard because we know you guys coming in are all high caliber individuals. Mm -hmm. And if I don't hold you to a high, high standard, I am cheating you. I'm cheating you, period. And I truly believe that. So uh, thank you for sharing that with us, Bree. I love that story, man. Nathan and Blake gave me crap the whole drive home for that. Uh, well, just picture uh, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> you know he gets fired up. Y'all heard him at the beginning of this episode. So just picture him saying that 
in that voice. It, I just I think we need to get like maybe Chad on Siri or something where he can give you directions in that voice. <laughs> well, I think I think actually Chad needs to be someone's alarm. Like someone should record him, and then you could be one of like an alarm where you can like yell at people to get up, but. It was good, but honestly, Chad, like we, our team, if I'm being honest, our team became complacent in that moment. Yeah, yeah. We became very comfortable with how we had crushed the mission. We knew we had crushed it. So we backed off the gas pedal in that moment and we had to have our butts called to the fire for that, or we would have never ate that night. Like, no, we, we needed to. And I think it's important for anybody that does anything in life. Like you've got to do a, a complacency check or a function check or, you know, you're, you're never, you're never perfect. Like it should always be growing. It should always be, you know, lessons learning. So that was, that was definitely a moment for us in that, that time. I love it. I love it. All right. Thank you so much, Bree. I want to close this out real quick, guys. I want to go, go around the table here. I want to ask you guys, um, what have you, what have you, you can answer this however you want, but here's a couple ways to kind of guide your thoughts. What have you been up to since the basic course? How have you been able to apply the things that you've learned? And uh, if you have anything coming up in the near future, I want to hear about it because um, uh, I love you guys and I want to hear about what you've been doing and what you got coming, if you got something coming that you want to share. So Ashley, send it. All right, let's go. So um, for me, my biggest application has just been to um, be, be hyper aware of the needs of others that you can provide the solution to their problem from things that you've learned. Because like Bree said. Ashley got us on a Zoom freeze. Let's see if she comes back. Give her a second. All right. Bree said a lot of things, yeah, so I can't like, even answer that question. Like Bree said, man. It might be an April Fool. There oh, we is. got her. She's there back she up. So, Ashley, la last we heard was like Bree said. Oh, bless it. Well, you got through most of it. Okay, so anyways, like Bree said, whoo, where was I? So, like Bree said, um, not everybody gets to do this, but we did. So, now that we have these things that we know that these other people around us haven't experienced, it's up to us to give those things the people who haven't had the experience that we've been blessed to have had. Um, so I think that they, they picked us very strategically knowing that we were going to go into the world and take these, you know, great things. And something that I wrote um, as one of my takeaways in reflection of the basic course, again, it's been near a year since, um, since I, since I have done the basic course, but so from a year ago, almost, it says I must be selfish in order to gain the tools to give selflessly so changing the just changing the dialogue of oh you're doing that and you're gonna you're gonna be away from your family how selfish of you well yeah how selfish of me to go and do something that I'm gonna get so much knowledge to give to my family and to give to my loved ones who couldn't be there, who wouldn't be there because they're not one of those quote unquote courageous women that were going to stand up and blaze the trail for anybody else in their lives. So who's the selfish one now? Mm -hmm. um, so to really take that and to remember 
to give and to be just be aware of the needs of other people um, because you know people are people are broken they're hurting um, and in that before I did the basic course, I had already done a one 14 day refresh. I did one right after the basic course and I've done one already in 2021. And uh, what I do with that is I take a, a, a small group of girls. We have Zoom meetings every day. We have, I have one-on-one meetings with them weekly. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. Obviously I won't, you know, give you all the details of it. But anyways, so I do that 14 day refresh because I have come to the realization that since I am one of those people that does things that other people won't do, that I try to attract other people to have that same mentality and to jump out, you know, kind of go out on a limb, do something they've never done before and to trust me to help guide them in in gaining that courage and that bravery so they can take things and they can spread the good news and they can spread the joy and they can spread the knowledge to people in their lives as well. I love that, Ashley. And you know, what I keep hearing is that, uh, you, you have taken that principle or, or that obligation to become the teacher. You've taken that very seriously. And the, the coolest part about that is that will actually uh, you will become the master um, yourself. You will become the master by taking that initiative to become the teacher. Essentially, that's the reason that that I teach. I mean, I'm. T- I, you guys may not know this, but I'm m- medically retired from the from the military. I mean, I don't. Ha- I literally I make enough money from my retirement that I don't have to work. I don't have to do these things, but I want to do them. Not only because of you guys, I get to meet you guys and be in fellowship with you guys, but also because selfishly, I'm becoming the master of these things by teaching them to others. Uh, It's extremely important. You cannot skip that step. If you want to be the master, you cannot skip that step. There's no shortcut to mastery. And that teaching portion, I learned more in three years as a SEAL instructor than I did in nine or 10 years as a SEAL operator. It's so true. So thank you for taking that responsibility and that obligation seriously, Ashley. I love it. Well, we put a lot of, we put a lot of pressure on y'all to do that. So I'm glad that you're living up to that because like y'all said, not everybody gets to come out and do this. And I almost look at it as Jesus with his 12 disciples, right? Like he couldn't spend that time with everybody. So he picked certain few, trained them up and sent them out. And in the same respect, we impose a lot of responsibility on y'all to go share the things that you learned out there with the people in your lives. Yeah, hundred percent, love it. All right, um, who we got up next? Who how how we been going this order? Uh, who was Kelly's Kelly. up next? Kelly's up Kelly. next. Sorry, I'll go. <laughs> no worries. Um, I guess I would first say that in order to become something, I feel like you have to touch it. Um, and, and doing this, I touched the uncomfortable. I got to know greatness. I got to be inspired by people who have done things I never have. And now through those stories and being close to those people, I'm now able to feel confident enough to step into those places. So, um, what I've been doing since I left, well, I jumped out of a plane the weekend after I got done with the basic course, I definitely had that week of, Oh man, now, now what do I do? And, and yeah, I felt so alive and, um, you know, I had some friends who were like, well, Kelly, you're into, into doing 
all of these extreme things. Why not come join us? It's like, all right. Um, I've also, uh, you know, officially kicked off, started um, a nonprofit chapter of Achilles International, where we help athletes with disabilities to compete in mainstream road races. Um, definitely something I feel is a calling for me. Um, feel pr- really privileged and honored. And um, I want you guys to know, like, I'm applying a lot of what we learned on the basic course and what I'm doing day in, day out with all of our athletes. Um, I did, this is so weird, the timing of this call, but, um, you know, I did that 50 mile ultra marathon um, last weekend and, and being someone who didn't think I could do a 5K <laughs> just a few years ago. You know, I, I did 50 miles, man. <laughs> and that was something, I mean, Chad, we all know you're, you're amazing ultra, ultra runner. And 50 miles specifically, I talked with Blake about that. And he told me about, you know, running with a, a friend, mentor of his. And, and that was something I did with um, some really good friends of mine. And, and I'm really thankful for that opportunity. And it wasn't the time throughout that whole race. So I didn't think we were going to finish. Um, that was beautiful. And uh, anytime I complete something, I, I feel accomplishment. Um, and there's definitely some downtime afterwards, but I just feel that sense of what else can I do? What else can I accomplish? Who else can I help? Um, and I guess what else can I do? I think I can talk about it now, but I'm actually on a flight tomorrow to my next mission um i'm going to be with a a great group of people um trekking base camp of everest um under the the guide um dr don kadowski and uh that's that's going to be uh a two and a half three week mission and i'm only able to do it because i took on the uncertain risk of going to the basic course because i you know know how to use a sawyer (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a Sawyer pie. Um, um, I know who you use iodine. Um, you know, I, I have the gear, I have lessons to fall back on. So, um, when I say I'm thankful, just please know all the different levels. I'm thankful for this experience. I'll tell you what, Kelly, <clears throat> I don't care how many ultra marathons I've ran 50 miles is a hard mm. day on the trail. And let me tell you what, um, there are, there are a select few, uh, not a select few. I would say the majority, there, there's the majority of the students that we get to train. Um, but it's, it's not all there, there's a percentage of the students that we get to train that I don't, I don't, I don't know the percentage. I don't even know if it's a majority, but there is a percentage. I would have to sit down and figure it out in my own mind and go back through each class. But there's a percentage of you guys that when you leave the basic course, I, it, no, it doesn't matter what challenge that you take on when you leave our presence. I am 100% confident that you will execute it to the best of your ability. And all four of you women here are in that category, um, which is, uh, I mean, a, a reason why we chose to sit down and have this podcast specifically with you four. Um, and that's not to put down anyone else. It's just, you know, you guys, uh, you guys really, every one of you, you got it. And now I know that no matter what you do, in life from this point forward, I can have a hundred percent confidence. It was like when I saw Kelly cross the finish line at our 50 mile race, I wasn't surprised. I was like, well, of course she finished. Like, 
Yeah, like she doesn't need a congratulations. Or I mean, I think I told her congratulations. She didn't need it. Of course, she finished. There was no doubt. So I love, I love seeing that. I love seeing what you guys are doing. Uh, Catherine, send it. Absolutely. Um, so what have I been up to since the basic course? Um, and actually, going to reflect back. I think I think it was in Bree's talk when she was kind of saying um, about what top things the way lessons are woven into the mission while on the basic course. That's what I am doing since leaving the basic course. If my mission is my life, my goal is to weave these lessons I've learned into it in the way that, you know, when it's necessary and real and applicable, applying it and not forgetting it. So in what form does that take in my life? Um, since leaving the basic course, I've actually started um, a resource in the form of um, a website and a podcast for people in my starting in my career field for mindset focus. I think a lot of that is left out. And um, I got with a coworker and it's been really awesome actually just getting to kind of work through all that and learn that and hopefully give back to people who can give and really make make waves in terms of how we use mindset to, to give to other people as well. Um, the other thing I've been doing is another kind of phrase I use is like, well, I really like this, like fill in the blank. I'm going to keep going. Um, that's kind of my approach with running right now. Prior to the basic course, I had only run a half marathon. Uh, Saturday is my first marathon distance training for my first 50 K. So June is my first 50 K, not 50 miler, 50 K. Um, and it's been great. I'm just like, you know, I think I can keep going. That's kind of the phrase that's always been popping into my head since the basic course. Like I can keep going. And so I am enjoying finding new limits and that's what I've been up to kind of personally, professionally, athletically. I love it, Catherine. And thank you for continuing to, uh, to push for sure. I mean, <clears throat> you know, Catherine also pours a lot back into three of seven project. Um, you know, she's part of resurrected. Uh, I get to see Catherine, uh, on, on a, on a regular basis. And we get to talk about, um, these lessons, especially in tying back into scripture on resurrected. Every time I see your face on there, obviously your presence, um, gives me courage and, and your presence, uh, just makes me want to keep pushing, makes me want to keep showing up. Um, I think that you have a real gift for that. Um, you just, I don't know what it is about you, but it affects me in that way. So yeah, keep doing what you're doing for sure. Absolutely love that. And of course you'll finish your 50 K unless your body breaks down on you. That happens to all of us every now and then no big deal. Short of that, I have no doubts and I can't wait to see you cross that finish line. Um, Bree, I know it hasn't been that long, uh, <laughs> since, uh, since we, since we went out on our mission with team eight. Uh, so, uh, whatever, whatever you can share with us, um, I, I want to hear it. Oh, wow. It's been a busy three weeks. Mm -hmm. So um, we have obviously what, just like what everybody else resonated, you know, you really, I think you take that kind of that first week to recover. First of all, like my body kind of was like, okay, we're, we're done for a little bit. Like, let's take a break here. Um, but it allowed me to kind of open up like mentally. So I've been doing a ton of writing um, I'm actually co-authoring a book, uh, with a, another friend of mine, and this will be 
like lessons and in, in parts of my experience will be threaded through that. Um, so that we're doing a, a for-profit actually that her and I have been working on for about a year now, but we're working on getting a million women inspired to move. So um, to get them to run. So we're, we're building up like scholarships to like buy people running shoes, pay race fees, travel fees, like things like that. So um, we've just been working on that. And I think a lot of the takeaways that, I was able to take from the basic course helped apply to that as far as like, not necessarily like, you know, navigation skills for that, but it's been more like what's important to me. Right. So it goes back to like, we all get one shot at this. Right. And there was uh, one of my a fellow 29029 trainee had said one time, he was like, what if 20, this was at, in January, what if 2020 was it? What if at the, at December 31st, 2021, life shuts off. Like, do you look back on 2021 and is that everything you wanted it to be? And so I just, I live by that. I have it written on my mirror. It's written on post-its around the house. Like what if this is it? And so in that spirit, um, we actually, with my, some people from team eight, we, I threw it out there. I have wanted to hike the base of, it's called the Timberline trail and it's the base of hood. And it is um, basically a four to five day backpacking uh, in around the mountain. It's like you go basically around uh, the entire mountain. And so I put it out there and there's a couple of them that are going to join me. I had two other people jump in. So we're going to plan that. Um, in less than a month, I will be headed to the Grand Canyon. We're going to do um, uh, rim to rim. So we're going south rim to north rim on day one and then north rim to south rim on day two. So that will be a very uh, extensive hiking that'll be uh, just over, I think it's like 44 miles total, uh, 6,600 feet of elevation one way, and then like just under 5,000 um, for day two. So we'll do that in 48 hours. And then, yeah, I have 29029 in August, which we'll start training for that on Monday. And then, you know, on the outside of the athletic side of things, like, like I said, I'm, I'm teaching myself navigation skills. Like I really, I don't know what like threw me into that. Like, I just, I want to know about that. And then I just talked to my husband last week about, I need to figure out how to do what you guys do in a smaller scale with women here yeah. in the hood range. So like, I'm already like putting, you know, I've got brain webs and everything going on right now with how can I, you know, get the gear together to, you know, maybe take two or three women and let's go out into the woods and be not experienced myself. Like how can we learn together and kind of lean on, you know, other pieces. And so we're kind of looking at what that looks like, um, here over the next year or so. And then of course, Chad, like we talked about, I have several PCT portions that I have planned out and coming up. So I'm very excited to get back to the PCT and do some more sections of that. Uh, trail itself so that's what's been happening the last three weeks and maybe if you talk to me in a year it'll be a little more <laughs> no i mean yeah that, that's plenty to chew on brie for sure um I, again i know you're capable of, of each and every one of those things um individually i would encourage you to uh um and and you already know this you have a lot you, you've put a lot on your calendar, which is a great thing, a lot of challenge. I'm going to encourage you to stay present. Focus on each one of those missions as an individual mission and attack it. Execute it perfectly. And, uh, man, you are going to crush it. You talk about 
setting up something uh, similar to the basic course in your local area. You know, that's another beautiful thing about the way we uh, the way we run our, our our business or or even the basic course. Man, we want you guys to do that. It's like you're not that, that it, it's never a threat to us for you to take what you learned and start that up in your local like we want to see you do that you know we want to we want to help you in that process like that's even in for the future that's the way we've designed this to where you guys can do this and man we can help you build it we can help you market it and you are an instructor you are a certified instructor and you go out and and take the reins on it man so i mean that's that's awesome it freaking fires me up man it fires me up because, um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll stop right there. Uh, we have went almost two hours on this thing, man. I, I expected this to be like a one hour like thing, but th- you know, this conversation turned into so much more than, uh, than I thought it was going to. I really wanted to highlight, um, you guys as strong women uh, but it really turned into something even bigger than that, which is awesome. I cannot wait to release this, man. I cannot wait to release this because there is some valuable, valuable wisdom in here uh, from all of you guys. I can't thank each and every one of you enough for taking two hours out of your day to come to share with us, to pour back into us as instructors and to share with the thousands of people that will listen to this, whether they come on a basic course or not. Um, if uh, if any of you guys want to open it up, if you want to share, yeah, I know, Ashley, you've got some coaching going on. Um, Kelly, you've got your nonprofit. Uh, Bree, if you've got any any place that you want people that listen to the 307 podcast to be able to reach out and connect with you feel free to share um Catherine's in the cia so she can't share her information but <laughs> i can edit that out Catherine. <laughs> but i want to give you guys the opportunity to do that before we shut it down Okay, I'll go first. (laughs) Sorry, yeah. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, my uh, I'm on Instagram. My Instagram is at I am Ashley McKenzie, and again, they'll put that in the show notes. So I do have some coaching um, going on with the 14 day refresh. It is specifically for women. Um, If you do want to hear more about my experience with the basic course, um, I did a series of posts that you can scroll and find, or if you message me, I can direct you straight to them. I did a series of posts about lessons learned. Um, And of course, if anybody wants to talk one-on-one about the basic course and any of those experiences, my inbox is always open and I'm happy to talk to you. Thanks, Ashley. Yeah, I'm on Instagram, um, Facebook. It feels weird doing this. (laughs) Um, No, and uh, everything's my name, Kelly Trujillo. It might have a few additional L's or O's in there. I'm not sure. Um, But uh, for Achilles International, we're starting the Kansas City chapter. There are chapters around the world. So if it's something you want to be involved in, you can definitely find a local chapter. Um, Practices are starting up again um, due to COVID. So if you want to get into contact with us in Kansas City as either a volunteer, able-bodied runner, um, guide, or an athlete with a disability, you can email us at, uh, I guess it's achilles.kansascity at gmail.com. 
we're on Instagram and Facebook. So message us there and we'll get back to you. Um, and then as Ashley noted, if anyone wants to talk to me about the basic course, um, you know, just direct message me and I'm happy to, to meet one-on-one as well and, and let you know anything um, that you may be, be wondering about. Thank you. Kelly. I'm next in. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. I'm next in line, but I don't. I'm not on social media, so I I can't help too much with that. But um, three of seven Patreon is a way that I am connected. So if anyone did have any questions and wants to reach out to me there, I love talking about the basic course or really anything. So I'm happy to happy to connect there. But hey, Catherine, is your uh, and I wanted to ask you this, um, and and you can say no if it's not. Is your is your podcast going to be public? Is it going to be published publicly? So it is. It's actually um, the Associates Corner uh, okay. is is the title of the project. Uh, so you can connect with me there. That actually is on Instagram. So the associates corner is where you can find me, I suppose. Yeah, we found, <laughs> we found a way to, to connect with Catherine. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Catherine. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And Brie? <clears throat> yeah, just, um, I can send Blake my handle. It's Instagram. It's live boldly underscore. Don't just exist. Uh, for the obvious reason, just live out loud. Um, I don't, I mean, yeah, I'm happy to, I'm happy to do anything. Like if you're, I challenge, first of all, I do want to challenge women who are listening to this podcast or who get it shared with them. I know I'll be sharing it out. Obviously we all will, but I want to challenge women to sign up for this. Like there, there is not anything. I've done a lot of things as the other women on this uh, podcast that you've heard have done plus multiple other women. There is not something else like this. And I challenge you to sign up. I challenge you to go through that application process, no matter what you're waiting on. And when you send in your application, I want you to find me on Instagram and I want you to DM me and tell me you did it. Um, because you're going to be scared at what you just submitted and you're not going to want, you're not going to know all those things, but I want to be one of the very first people to number one, congratulate you for taking step one. And then I also want to know when you attend so that I can be one of the very first people to congratulate you that you crushed it just like all these other women on this podcast. And then um, additionally, if there's ways that I can help women get to, uh, to toe the line with three of seven on this mission, I want to be able to do that. And so there's a few things that I have that I'm working on, which Blake, you'll be the lovely recipient of those in the near future. Um, but I just, it is, it is on my heart. And I told Chad, like literally when I got back, I shot him a note on Instagram. I'm like, it is on my heart to figure out how to help women see this opportunity, find it and do it um, because it is life-changing. So any questions, any I mean, I won't, I'm not going to tell you all about it because that's, you're just going to have to <laughs> be like the rest of us and not know what you're doing. But, um, just in any way that I can help find me on Instagram. Um, I'm on Facebook too, but not, it's just Brie, uh, doll hyphen Hagen. Um, but yeah, I want to connect with any women that are thinking of doing this after this podcast. Well, Brie, I can't thank you enough for extending that, um, that challenge and extending that opportunity to connect to, uh, anyone, any other female that wants to do this, and and you guys know that this is a, uh, it, it, again, it's something that's in alignment with with my heart is to to give back in that way. And you know, you sent me that message, and it's interesting. 
I don't think I've responded to that message because I read it about five times and it's, 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 uh, I've thought about it so much and this is the start. This is the start. The contributions that you guys made here on the 307 podcast, for me, this is a great start and I can't wait to see where it goes. I have a feeling that the four of you um, will hopefully be willing and able to be involved as we do grow um, these this type of experience within the uh, the culture and the community of our strong women that we have here in our nation um, because they deserve it, man. They all deserve mm-hmm. it, man. Every single one of them. Uh, if you if you're female, you send me an application. If you look like a good person and you've got you you look qualified you're going to get in because, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, the pick and slim, the pick and slim. It really is. And, uh, and that needs to change. So we really appreciate you guys. We love you guys. I literally from the bottom of my heart. I love you guys. I, I have memories and experiences with each of you that I will treasure for the rest of my life. I can't wait to see you guys again. I think we'll see Catherine here coming up soon at the proving grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be seeing Bree probably in September. Uh, I'll be watching Ashley and Kelly on, uh, on their upcoming missions. And, uh, Blake, you got anything, brother? I just echo what Chad said. Thank you all for, you know, for carving this time out to be on here. And, you know, I like the common thread that it's been throughout each one of you. What you said is, you know, you're not living up to, to any other standard of, of male or any other female. You're just saying, I'm going to go do things that other people aren't going to do. I'm going to go do things. And so you are setting the standard. You're not, you know, the standard for yourself. You're not living up to, to some other expectation of some other person. And that can be applied across the board. So, um, I love each and every one of you and thank you for, for spending the time and, and everything to be on here. All right, guys, this is the three of seven podcast. Enough said.